This is a 980 CKNW podcast. 646, time to check in with Rick Forchuk and see what's happening in theaters. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, and a lot of people like to catch a movie on Christmas Day. Yeah, there are 11 of them that will have opened between uh, last weekend and tomorrow, uh, so you have plenty of choices. I'm going to look at a couple of them. Uh, there are so many, it's hard to look at all of them, obviously, but uh, a couple that are worth a look. We'll start with Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. And, Jill, this movie's very much a sequel to the 1995 movie. It was made in Vancouver, by the way. It starred Robin Williams. And it's been updated from being trapped in the action of a board game to being trapped in the action of a video game with several levels and three lives to expend. But lose the third life, and you're dead for real. Fail to get through all the levels, and you're trapped in the game, perhaps forever. Dwayne The Rock Johnson does what I consider his best acting job ever. He's the avatar in the game of a nerdy high school guy named Spencer, and many of the nerdy qualities of the little nebbish kid try to override the characteristics of Johnson's character, Dr. Braveheart. Four high school students serving a detention discover the old video game in the school basement. They boot it up, and they're sucked into the game, into the jungles of Jumanji, where a task must be completed in order for them to win the game and go back home. The action here, Jill, is excellent as they cope with hippos, rhinos, elephants, poisonous snakes, and a diabolical villain who wants what they have, a huge emerald that has to be returned to the statue of a leopard, a giant statue, but with a trail fraught with peril at every turn. In an interesting twist, when the students choose their avatars, the school cool girl, Bethany, picks Shelley, not realizing that Shelley is short for Sheldon, and she ends up occupying the body of a man, a zoologist played by Jack Black, who turns in a remarkable performance here as well. Lots of action, plenty of tension driving the drama, and a very real possibility that not all of them will get out at all or get out alive. Uh, Take heed to the PG rating, parents, as there is some language here and a few suggestive scenes, especially when Bethany finds herself exploring the unique parts of being in the body of a man. Well played, though, and well worth the trip to the theater. That's Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. All right. Worth uh, checking that one out. Uh, What about The Shape of Water? Well, Jill, I can guarantee that you have never seen a movie such as this before. It is truly unique, and it's easy to see why it has so much Oscar buzz. Director and writer Guillermo del Toro from Pan's Labyrinth and Pacific Rim, among many others, uh, must have been a huge fan of the TV series Mad Men because so many elements of that show featuring the advertising business in the 1960s are present here, but in a much bigger way. Uh, Based on clues throughout the film, its setting is sometime after April of 1961 and before February of 1962. The Russians had succeeded in putting a man in orbit, and the U.S. had not yet done so. The focus of the story is on two women who are on the cleaning staff of an aerospace company in the Washington, D.C. area. Zelda Fuller and Eliza Esposito, played by Octavia Spencer and Sally Dawkins, respectively, clean the restrooms, pick up the refuse left day-to-day by the workers in the top-secret facility. They're largely ignored by the military and CIA types who assume they know nothing. Elisa is mute and can only sign, although her hearing is fully functional. Uh, They learn through their maintenance work of a strange creature that's been captured and tethered to a chain in a large saltwater tank. Looks a lot like the creature from the Black Lagoon in the 1954 movie. Uh, Because it's at the height of the Cold War, both the Americans and the Russians have an interest in what this creature may offer, having been found in the jungle rivers of the Amazon. 
A Soviet spy is resident in the facility, unknown to its key agent, Richard Strickland, played by Michael Shannon, who tortures what he believes to be a sentient creature mercilessly with a cattle prod. There's some belief that it may be of value in a military sense. Elisa begins spending time near the creature, unknown to the powers that be, and ultimately she falls in love with it, and we believe it falls in love with her. The Russian spy has been directed to kill it. Strickland is bent on dissecting it, so it falls to Elisa to somehow save the strange being. The look of the cars, the TV programs, the hairstyles, and the fashions is just superb, having stepped out of a highly stylized version of the 60s, and the way the story plays out is unpredictable and very special. A warning for those who are sensitive to such things is that there is nudity, a couple of sex scenes that I could have done without, but overall, a piece of Oscar bait if ever there was one. A unique spin on the Beauty and the Beast, actually. Uh, rated 14A, but it really should be an 18A rating. It is rated R in the United States. Uh, that is The Shape of Water. Uh, very, very interesting film, Joe. Sounds very, very different. Yeah, it is. There's nothing like that out there. Never has been. All right. There you go. Uh, If you're not going to the theaters and you're looking at various streaming services, there are some options there, too. Yeah, there are. We'll start with It Comes at Night. This is a current movie from 2017. And uh, this is a warning, Jill. It's not a recommendation. Uh, This is a horror movie starring Joel Edgerton from Zero Dark Thirty and Carmen Iogo from Alien Covenant as a couple in a remote farmhouse in what appears to be a post-apocalyptic world. Something has happened outside that seems to have thrust civilization to near extinction. The couple, along with their son, operate very carefully, and they're very self-sufficient when two people, allegedly married, appear at their door. They're reluctant to make contact with them, but the story these people at the door tells is credible, so they allow them into their home. Have these people never watched a horror movie? They allow them in a safe refuge from whatever has happened out there. Well, this is supposed to be a psychological thriller with sci-fi overtones, but none of that works out. We never do find what it is, and nothing really comes by night. A poorly made, disjointed movie that I personally found a near waste of time. Near, not completely. Uh, You've been warned on this one. It's a 14A rating. That's It Comes at Night on Netflix, Joe. All right. And another film from this year, Born in China. Yeah, this one's excellent, though. This is a family film. It was Disney's entry into theaters for Earth Day earlier this year. And as always, it presents some amazing animal photography along with a fine story narrated here by John Krasinski. It focuses on three different animal families. First, a giant panda mother who's beginning to let her baby explore its environment. It's amazing how human-like the relationship is between mother and offspring, and it's a warm and entertaining slice of life. As well, we see elsewhere in the forest a golden snub-nosed monkey who used to be the focus of the family, but who now feels displaced when his little sister is born. Again, the human comparison is amazing as the monkey falls in with a band of outsiders that are up to no good. And finally, we get a look at the rarely photographed snow leopard as a mother raises two kittens in a somewhat unforgiving environment. A very nicely done film that the kids will absolutely love, and so will their parents. Uh, The rating is PG on that one, Jill. That's born in China. It's on Netflix. All right. Uh, And on Crave, if you haven't seen Big Little Lies, I say it's worth watching. Yeah, very, very much so. This is a current TV series from 2017. It has a second season on the way. It's a significant Emmy winner this year. Series about three moms, all of whom have children in grade one in the serene seaside town of Monterey, California. 
It stars Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and Shailene Woodley as the moms. It explores the change in the group dynamics when a new mom with her own six-year-old drifts into the group, resulting in deception at first, then outright untruths, and finally, murder. Laura Dern also stars in this darkly comedic but tightly wound series. And you're right, Jill, Little Big Lies is bigger than big. Uh, it will be uh, big at the Golden Globes as well. And um, season two, when it does come, will be equally anticipated, Joe. It will indeed. Uh, we've only got a minute left, but we want to get to old-time Scrooge. Uh, 1951, this for me, the definitive version of A Christmas Carol, the British version from 1951, starring Alistair Sim. Uh, when this movie was released in the U.K., it was a Christmas film, but in North America, it was deemed to be too scary for Christmas, so it was a Halloween release under the title A Christmas Carol, different in North America than the U.K., uh, watch for young Jacob Marley. That's 29-year-old Patrick McNee. He went on to become John Steed in The Avengers. Mrs. Fezziwig was played by Hattie Jakes. She later became a staple in the British carry-on movies. And Hermione Badley, who played Mrs. Cratchit, became Mrs. Nogatuck, the housekeeper on the TV series Maud. Uh, that's on CBC Television early this evening and later on CTV2, Joe. All right. And a quick note, I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke. Uh, CBS is giving us uh, a special edition of that. Yep, a total of four episodes, two from each series. They're colorized classics from the golden age of television. Uh, they offer a look at both shows in a very different light. Uh, if you like those things from the 50s and 60s, and I really do, well worth watching tonight. That's I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, colorized version on CBS. All right, Rick, Merry Christmas to you. To you as well, Jill. All right, thanks, Rick. Bye-bye. That is uh, Rick Forchek. We check in with him every Sunday morning. We'll take a break now for your news to 7 o'clock. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.